We're back with our ninth episode of not Girl Meets Show, but Ghoul Meets Show, because this is part one of our special spooky, officially spooky Halloween episode. Yes. We may have had... Um, we had an unofficial Scoopy. Scoopy? <laughs> Boop diddy scoop. <laughs> no, we do not reference that man on this podcast. I'm sorry. You're right. Even though you know I do love talking about poop. Yeah. But yeah, this is a part one of our spooktacular Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Trying to slip in, in as many Halloween puns as Taylor will allow. <laughs> well, I feel like after October, I'm not sure how to go back to watching normal shows because we've been watching so many scary movies and like everything we've on TV we've been watching has also been scary. So like, mm-hmm. how am I going to go back to real life? I don't know. I don't know. I guess... November is still kind of, it's like still appropriate to watch kind of like darker things. Yeah, so maybe I can ease myself out of it. Yeah. But to me, like ghosts are just my friends now. I really think that the show we watched this week kind of like um, cured me of any ghostly fears almost. Interesting. I feel like I just got so accustomed to it. Yeah. But we'll discuss that more. Yeah. Um, Let's start with our extra spooky top three this week. We wanted to have some sort of, like, organ music to make it extra spooky, <laughs> but we might just have to sing it. That was really good. That was my voice. I don't know if you could tell that wasn't <laughs> an organ. So, for our spooky top three this week, we decided to rank our top three Halloween decoms. Disney Channel original movie. Exactly. There were even more Halloween decoms than I remembered when I was looking through a complete list. Well, and I can't remember who I was talking about this with, but we were saying that we feel like Halloween is kind of a generation, like our generation is super into it. Mm -hmm, And I don't feel like the younger generations are as into it. And I think it's because we had all of these Halloween decom movies. There were scary, obviously classic scary movies, but they weren't like kid Halloween movies like Hocus Pocus. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really good point. So let's get into it. Okay. My number three favorite was Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. (laughs) That was one of my bonus ones. Okay, good. (laughs) That one, when I was remembering that one, that was one that I actually think I watched maybe even more than like Halloween Town. Mm -hmm. I think it... Probably, I mean, it's not like we had TiVo, so it's not like I could choose. It just happened to be on a lot when Mm -hmm. I was watching TV. But I remember thinking it was really fun, and it had people that I recognized from so many other things I loved, Mm -hmm. like um, Caroline Ray, who was Aunt Hildy on Sabrina. Yeah, exactly. And Lizzie McGuire's dad was in it. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he, I think it was pre-Lizzie McGuire, because he's kind of supposed to be, like, he's the vampire, hot right? boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes in at the end, and then um, also, ha- I don't, I didn't know his name at the time, and I did not look it up to remind myself today, but it was the dad from the nanny, like, was the vampire. Oh. He's, like, British. Hmm. And so I at least, like, recognized yeah. him. So there were all these familiar faces, mm-hmm. and it was just, like... Um, those kids' Halloween movies were always so good about, like, having spooky influences, but actually just being, like, really funny. Exactly. So, it was fun. Plus, I always think vampire stuff is really fun. hmm Yeah, I do, too. And I think that, like, parents dating is a funny thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number three is Phantom of the Megaplex. So good. That's my first bonus one. Okay. Um... 
AI just always glamorized working at the movie theater. Yeah. So I would like, I think that's why I loved it so much. Gave me all of the inside scoops. Literally scoops of popcorn. <laughs> Literally. Plus, like, such a cool, lo- like, it was just that local theater, mm-hmm. which was, like, double cool. Because mm-hmm. we didn't really have those growing up by, in, by my house. It was all just chain stuff. Yeah, same. Yeah. We didn't have them either. Okay, my number two is Don't Look Under the Bed. Mm-hmm. That one was, I think, the only one out of the decoms that was legitimately scary. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my sister Erin was too scared to watch it. Yeah, I think that I was too, but I think I still did. Yeah. But I just have a very, it's like one of my core memories when they are jumping into the pool and it's jello. The jello pool. I actually wrote that. I was like, there's just so many iconic things. Mm -hmm. That image is super iconic. Also, the doll's heads turning down the hallway. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Like, yeah, it's yeah. legitimately creepy. Also, it was fun because it had Larry Beale from Even Stevens. Oh, yeah. It was, like, another familiar face, even in this really scary movie, mm-hmm. you know? So it was kind of like a training wheels scary movie. Totally. I so, like that. Yeah. Um, My number two is, it's kind of a cheat, but not really. But when am I not oh, cheating brother. on this list? <laughs> On my list. Um, but Tower of Terror. Ooh. You know, we'll it originally it. This aired... This wonderful world of Disney. Yeah, and it originally aired on ABC. Mm-hmm. But still Disney and was on TV. Yeah, we'll count it. Do you and... know I have the DVD of that? Do you? I literally do. My mom sends me that. a Halloween care package every year, and she sent me that one year. Brilliant. It has one of my favorite boyfriends, Steve Gutenberg. Oh. Is the dad. Very... Well, Hot to I, me. <laughs> I forgot that it's Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. It's so, like, how did they get, like, those, both of them were big mm-hmm. at the time. Like, they got legit 90s all-stars. And obviously Kirsten's fame has surpassed just the 90s. Mm-hmm. But she was, like, as it girl in the 90s as, like, Christina Ricci, mm-hmm. as far as, like, kid actors go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I just... I knew I loved her, but I forgot that my love started back then. Mm-hmm. And um, don't even get us started on the Tower of Terror. Still ride. too painly, pain Being taken away. It's still too painful to talk about, but at least we have this film to remind us of exactly the ride. and give like a fun backstory. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we should for sure watch that. Yeah, I want to. Okay, what's your number one? My number one is Under Wraps, mm. the mummy one, uh-huh. which today I learned it was actually the very first ever decom. Oh. It really surprised me because I kind of assumed it would be Brink. Yeah. That was like the third one or something, but this was the very first, and I have a lot of great memories watching it because I actually saw it before we had Disney Channel ourselves, like we didn't have cable, mm-hmm. but I watched it at a hotel, mm. which was watching Disney Channel in a hotel is just like, that was just the best luxury. Mm-hmm. So well, I also, that. I always wanted to stay in at hotels because they had channels that we didn't have at home. Exactly. But it's like, you're on vacation, you can't, you shouldn't really be staying in your hotel long enough to watch a whole movie. No, Exactly. <laughs> But that's part of the, um, that's a great part of traveling. Yeah, you kind of feel like you're Richie Rich or something. Mm-hmm. Like living totally. in this mansion. Also, I think that I watched it maybe on like a, 
on a road trip. So we weren't at our destination. So oh, we really nice. were kind of in for the night. Mm-hmm. But And the fact that you were able to convince your whole family to watch it. Well, I was the oldest. So That's true. I get what I want. We're both the oldest, so we know how that is. <laughs> I don't know if you guys could tell that. <laughs> but, yeah. Also, fun fact, the guy playing the mummy in Under Wraps is the voice of Patrick on Spongebob. Oh, wow. So, pretty cool. He has quite a wide range. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. Great mummy voice. Yeah. And starfish voice. Um, my number one was Halloween Town. It was just so monumental, and I remember it just like it was yesterday. I love just the whole idea of it, and... Mm -hmm. I always think of the commercial when she's like, Halloween is cool. (laughs) I remember that vividly. Well, and isn't she, like, um, selling, like, Halloween Town merch now, I think? I feel like, like on Etsy. Yeah. I think I learned that from our guy, our best friend who doesn't know it, Mark Snedeker, mm-hmm. who writes for Entertainment Weekly, and he's as obsessed with, enter- or like, decoms and mm-hmm. that whole... He He's, like, our same age, and so he has the exact same nostalgia path. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you should look him up on Twitter and follow him if you don't already, because he's amazing. But he, he, like, wrote... I think he actually wrote an article that was, like, people you Google every October. Uh-huh. And it, because what is her name again? Kimberly J. Brown. There it is. But what kind of things is she selling on Etsy again? I can't remember. Just like Halloween Town merch. Yeah. Maybe it was even like cross-stitch stuff. (laughs) I can't remember. I probably shouldn't say things that I don't know. I want her to make me one that says Halloween is cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure she would. She probably would. Sign the back of the loom Mm -hmm. or whatever you call that thing. Exactly. I remember that one. Well, plus Debbie Reynolds is in it. Exactly. Love her. Mm-hmm. And um, that one was actually also too scary for my sister Erin. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it was that part in the theater where they like, that ba- the bad guy like reveals his real goblin face mm-hmm. or something. And it's like pretty scary because mm-hmm. there's like that flying guy in the theater. Mm-hmm. Is it in one of the sequels where there's like that big like black hole thingy that they all go through i can't remember if that's in the first one too i can't either i only know the first one i don't remember if i saw any of the sequels oh i definitely saw the sequels like calabar's sequels i always say that Mm. well now's the right time to say that (laughs) yeah we'll do a whole decom countdown yeah we could do a whole episode of that actually totally log that away well, did they have to go through into a, uh, what am I even saying? Did they have to go into a black hole in the first one, too, to even get to Halloween Town? Oh, yeah. I think so. I legit don't remember. I just remember when they get there and there's that skeleton cab driver. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I loved him. You know what's actually like? Halloween Town is Gardner Village. Yeah. It's a place in Utah for all of our outside <laughs> of Utah listeners, but... They do like a witch's night out and they go all out for mm-hmm. Halloween. Well, and that big, huge pumpkin just reminds me of Disneyland. Oh, for sure. Mm. Halloween Disneyland is so mm-hmm. fun. I feel like it just gets better every year, too. It's Halloween to Town. Yeah, Halloween Town on Earth. Seriously. Um, while I was researching, I forgot about Scream Team. I know I watched it. Same. But I couldn't really remember a lot about it. I feel like that was kind of my, um, like, personal transition away from a lot of the Disney mm-hmm. shows. Even though I still, that's not, 
Like, that sounds a lot more dramatic than it was. But you can kind of track, when I was looking at the list of all DCOMs, you can see when I stopped recognizing every single one. Mm-hmm. And like, that did one's, you watch like, the first Twitches? one. No. The but I've seen the commercials. Maori the... Sisters? I only remember the commercials. I don't remember the yeah, whole movie. Yeah, I don't movie, think I watched it either. Which is so sad. And they're older than us. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, did younger kids even, like, really respect Them. their heritage of Sister Sister? Probably not. Um, the last one I wanted to talk about was that just that Hocus Pocus was originally slotted to be a decom. Whoa. Yeah, and then they decided to decided to do it as a theatrical release. It makes sense because Kenny Ortega has such mm-hmm. a decom who you may not know, the director of High School Musical, also directed Hocus Pocus. It's a good fact. Is it true that Hocus Pocus didn't do that well in the box office and like has just exploded around Halloween every year after that. I'm pretty sure I read that once. Because they released like it fact. at like a weird... Yeah, doesn't that sound like a fact? <laughs> I believe you. I feel like I read that though because they didn't really release it at a good time or market it right. Which kind of makes sense if it's one of the first like kid Halloween theatrical mm-hmm. movies. Well, should we dive into TV news? Yes, please. I... And I preface this by saying I don't know much about the show coming out, but it's called um, I Know This Much Is True, and it's going to be on HBO, and Mark Ruffalo will be playing twins. Yeah, that was dream. That was the one I, one of the things I had too, so we're on the same page. It's like news twins. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't want to watch Mark Ruffalo playing a twin? Well, and I feel like I haven't watched Mark Ruffalo play anything other than Hulk for so long Mm -hmm. that I'm excited to see him back in the ring. Yeah. And see how he does. Because, yeah, I'm not a Marvel geek. No. Well, I don't... I'm not going to get into my whole Marvel vendetta. Yeah, let's not. But it's such a long commitment for a lot of really great actors that aren't given a lot to do. Mm -hmm. And so it's fun to finally see them get to branch out again into new creative spheres. Exactly. That's all I'll say about that. But yeah, I'm excited to see how that is. Mm-hmm. Plus, HBO's been killing it. So. Exactly. Another thing I had is just, I haven't watched Orange is the New Black, but I heard, saw that it's ending this last season. I haven't watched it either. Yeah, I have heard it's really good. I had some friends that just watched it and they were like, yeah, you should watch it. I've heard it's really good, too. I've heard everyone that I know that has watched it loves it. And then critics I know love, like, the first few seasons. And then I don't think they've always been as impressed with later seasons. But yeah, like, I can't I really even, judge that without watching it myself. I don't even think they were, like, nominated for anything this last round oh, of yeah, that's true. awards. I forgot that they were even kind of, like, heavy hitters yeah. in the awards circuit before. Interesting. But, yeah, that is kind of big news that it's ending. Netflix actually canceled a lot of stuff. Like, they canceled um, some of those, like, you know, the Marvel, the Netflix Marvel shows? Mm -hmm. They canceled Iron Fist and Luke Cage, which I haven't watched neither, but they're kind of, like, cutting down. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Probably for the best. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't watch those, so that doesn't affect me. I don't mean either. So it's easy for me to say, yeah, (laughs) cut those. More, just double the, uh, the length of the glow seasons. Yeah. Um, speaking of Netflix, I read today that Guillermo del Toro mm. is doing um, a Netflix stop-motion Pinocchio movie. 
Interesting. And here are three things in that sentence I'm afraid of. His name. Because <laughs> I can't pronounce it. <laughs> no, just I feel weird about him sometimes. Well, Shape of Water really, I didn't love it. No, it left a bad taste in my mouth. It was very, it creeped me out and not in a like good horror way. No. It was just, I thought it was gross. But also um, Pan's Labyrinth was legitimately scary mm-hmm. in a good way, but still scary. I'm also scared of stop motion things sometimes. Mm-hmm. I was very afraid of those Christmas movies as a kid, like Rudolph <laughs> and stuff. I don't know why. I was also kind of scared of Pinocchio. Yeah, Pinocchio's kind of terrifying. So That's why with him I'm kind of interested. I feel like it'll be kind of dark. Is yeah, it going to well, be a kid's show? I mean, even the Disney one is dark. Yeah. And so this one is going to be, like, traumatizing, potentially. Interesting. Yeah. Did you have anything else? Um, I did have one other Netflix thing, and it was that the new Narcos season mm-hmm. trailer came out, and I did not watch the first season of Narcos, but this one has Diego Luna in it, who I love. And so I loved the trailer. <laughs> TBD on if I'll actually watch it. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a big commitment because of all the subtitles. Yeah, I started it and I think I got to season two. Oh, really? Did yeah. you like it? Yeah, I really liked it, but it was a show that you have to watch really closely and not be on your phone. Mm-hmm. And that's hard sometimes. It's really hard for me. There's such a difference in a show that makes you not look at your phone because you're just so into it mm-hmm. versus you can't look at your phone even when you want to. Exactly. Because you'll miss too much. Exactly. So anyway, I was excited about the trailer. Yeah. But I don't know. Might add it on my list. Yeah. That was all I had. Perfect. This week we watched uh, the Netflix original TV show. I'm going to get this wrong. The <laughs> Haunting... Of Hill House? Is that it? Yes. Wow, I'm impressed with myself. It's like a weird tongue twister that doesn't have any consonants. Mm -hmm. It's like all a vowel sound. Mm -hmm. The Haunting of Hill House. It's on Netflix and it's a spooky... It was an interesting watch because it's um, like scary movies, but a TV show. And I haven't really seen any of those. Me neither. Even the first season of American Horror Story Mm -hmm. is, like, very different than just watching a scary movie. And this was Mm -hmm. very much more just watching a scary movie. Exactly. But But with more storyline and drawn out. Yes. And I was actually, I was nervous to start it because I thought it would be too scary for me. Because I don't have any roommates and um, just a dog Mm -hmm. to comfort me. (laughs) But, um... I actually didn't think it was that, that scary. No, I didn't either. I was, there was only one part that I actually like jumped out. Same. I feel like it was probably the same part. the car? Yes. Yeah. So if you, I feel like most people could handle this. Yeah. But if you are really easily scared, the second some characters start driving somewhere. (laughs) It's an episode eight, I think. Yeah, it's for, it's far down the line, but it was very startling (laughs) but it was like so quick too that it was kind of in a fun way yeah i was laughing after yeah so it was a yeah it was a good scare i'm excited to talk about this um because we both for once we had like pretty different reactions to the show Mm -hmm. um i i liked it i would say i I think i almost liked it more like i was kind of comparing it in my head to castle rock Mm mm-hmm which I still liked, but I think 
part of this I just like kind of had more of an emotional connection to. So I th- I ended up liking this more than Castle Rock. Interesting. Um, I felt pretty like d- indifferent about it. Like mm-hmm. I think I was feeling like watching it was more of like a homework assignment than like I'm enjoying this and I want to be spending my time watching this. Like if you we weren't talking about it on this episode, you wouldn't have even finished it probably. Yeah, I probably would have stopped mid-season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad I finished it, um, but it the episodes are really long. Yes, that's true. And it's 10 episodes, not eight. So, so I feel like a 10 season, a 10 episode season lately, and it's probably because I've been watching so many shows, mm-hmm. um, It a 10 episode season feels really long. Yeah. Most um, episodes are around an hour. Mm-hmm. Like an actual hour, not a 40 minute. Um, but that said, I still did, um, really like it. I feel like some episodes really surprised me at how, um, attached I got to the characters, Mm -hmm. especially in the middle, like five and six, I think were the highlights of the episode or the season for me. Five is the one that focuses on the youngest sister. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, anyway, let's actually just kind of sum it up real quick. We never really did that. So it's not like an unfamiliar story at all. If you are familiar with any kind of scary movies or haunted house kind of shows. Yeah. Basically, this show deals with, it's like kind of telling two timelines. Not timelines. That makes it sounds like there's like alternate timelines. Mm -hmm. Just scratch that. (laughs) Alternate? Alternate. Like altitude. (laughs) They're up high. (laughs) Um... It's just a lot of flashbacks. Lots of flashbacks. So it covers this family who is basically living in a haunted house. It's not mm-hmm. a spoiler when it's in the title. No. <laughs> Literally. It's on a hill. Yeah. <laughs> so see, altitude, mm-hmm. alternate. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're kind of dealing with all these strange occurrences as children. And then it follows them as adults, so, which is kind of an interesting spin to see. Like, there's so many movies about a haunted house. That it's usually with kids, but then it kind of ends with, like, it doesn't usually go into the future and see how this affected them as adults. Yeah, that's true. So I I liked that aspect of it, and... And each kid dealt with it totally different. And I don't think it hits you over the head with that. No. You know, like, it's not like, you know how, like, a Degrassi episode, like, how many um, issues can we cram into this? Mm-hmm. I feel like it actually did a good job of showing all the different... Um, ways that someone can cope Mm -hmm. with trauma, but um, doing it in a way that felt real. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And um, although each sibling dealt with it differently, they all still felt like siblings and they felt like a real family to me. Mm -hmm. I Um, totally agree with that. So I feel like they did a good job with that. And I felt like another thing they did well was... Um, well, that was something interesting that you said when you started it. It was hard to keep the characters straight. Yeah. Because they do look a lot alike, mm-hmm. which helped it feel like a real family, but it makes it harder to keep each character mm-hmm. straight, especially when they're jumping back and forth in time. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to keep the adult version of that character t- together with the younger version of the character. And for the first couple episodes, I had a hard time with that because I have a hard time remembering characters' names, and that's how you would really be able to tell. Because I at first I didn't know who was, like, oldest, youngest, because mm-hmm. they all kind of look like they're around the same age. Yeah, they really do. Which is, like, realistic, but does make it harder to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 
Once you get the hang of it, though, I really like how the kids really do seem like the same person as the adult. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I think a lot of that is how good a lot of the kids were at acting. Mm-hmm. Some of them, I think really the only one that I thought wasn't as clearly good was maybe the oldest brother. Yeah. I felt like he was just kind of more like your standard mm-hmm. child actor. But especially I think the sisters were all really good. Yeah. The girl who played young Theo, mm-hmm. um, she reminded me a lot of Kieran Shipka. How do you say Shipka? Name? Shipka. Kieran Sh- Kiernan Shipka. Kiernan Shipka in Mad Men. She yeah. kind of reminded me of her. Like, atti- more the most attitude out of all the kids. Yeah. But, like, still really, like, soft and mm-hmm. tender inside. And she just looked like her, I felt like, but with dark hair. Yeah, I can totally see that. Well, and she... Because I had to look her up mm-hmm. that but she's she the girl that- in, like, I, Tanya. Mm-hmm. And gifted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the oldest sister, um, the young version, Shirley, that was mm-hmm. her character's name, she was in Sharp Objects as the sick sister. The one who, in the flashbacks in that show, she's the sister who's always sick oh, and who dies. Oh, okay. But it's interesting because, I mean, part of her character in Sharp Objects is, like, she doesn't have a super strong presence. No. But I felt like she was really good in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hadn't put that together. Well, it's crazy how different they all look with that dark hair, too. Yeah, they do look very different. But it was actually so cute because I was stalking them all on Instagram and they were like having a blast and they'll pose with the ghost. <laughs> it's really funny. They're just smiling. And they there was one, I think it was little Theo commented on little Shirley's post one time and she was like, I was watching it. And this one line that the dad said cracked me up because it reminded me, like they have all these inside jokes. And Aww. that was like how I kind of always hope that it is to film something. Yeah. And they would, like, the younger versions would pose with the older versions, and they'd just be hugging, and it was really cute. So I loved that. I liked the cast. Um, Mm -hmm. It had, do you know her name? Elizabeth Reeser from Twilight and Family Stone. Yes, and she was Jane Doe on Grey's Anatomy. I always forget about that. Mm -hmm. She's really good on that, because I didn't watch all of Grey's. I guess it's still going. I have not yeah. <laughs> watched Olive Grey's, but she stands out, actually. She's a really good actor. Yeah. Well, and I feel like she hasn't aged. No. <laughs> you can't see because uh, this is not a video, but I just emphatically shook my head. Well, also, Carla Gugino. Carla Gugino, the mom from Spy Kids, plays the mom in this. She looks so young. Oh my gosh. She looks... As young, if not younger, than she did in Spy Kids. Mm-hmm. And she looks beautiful. Yeah, she She's was so beautiful. pretty. Actually, I mean, they're all beautiful. Yeah. Um, I also really liked um, the actress who plays the youngest sister, Nell. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't recognize anything else she was in. Me neither. But I've, again, I think that the daughters, both old and young, were kind of the standouts. Mm-hmm. I really love the guy who plays the oldest brother, Steve. Mm-hmm. He His name's Mick. Okay, I had to look it up. He's from um, Amsterdam. Oh. And his first name is pronounced Mikiel, even though it's spelled kind of like you'd pronounce it Michael, but it's Mikiel Huseman. Uh, <laughs> that was really hard for me. <laughs> but he is in Orphan Black, and he's super hot and like plaid shirt wearing, scruffy face kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And um, I love him in that, and I think he's very hot. I don't think he was as good at acting as the others in this show. Yeah, I agree. 
Like, he wasn't, like, he was so bad, but I just no. think the other ones outshone him. Mm-hmm. I thought the youngest brother, Luke, was really good, though, too. Yeah, I thought so, too. But there's just something about the sisters that I thought they really, um, they just were the standouts to me. Same. And I didn't, I didn't think the dad was that great at acting either. Which one? Either? Young or old? Both. Was it played by the same person or not? No, those were two different people, but they looked a lot alike. They looked enough alike, but enough different that I was kind of like, this is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like almost I, distracting? Yeah. And I meant to look it up, but didn't. And I felt like they could have just made the original dad older. Well, because the, the mom is the same. Yeah. So that would have been kind I mean, of interesting. I guess... Sh- so the older dad I know is played by the actor named Timothy Hutton, which he's in a lot of stuff that I've never seen. Mm-mm. I think the only thing I've seen him in is the movie French Kiss with Meg Ryan and Kevin Klein from like the early 90s. <laughs> but I don't know that movie well enough to be like, oh, like immediate place, immediately place him. Yeah. But I did find out that... World War Two is happening outside. It's like freaking Mad Max out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did find out that he d- used to date Angelina Jolie. What? And like, he clearly is old enough that it was weird. I mean, she has a very interesting romantic history. Yeah. But I was just really shocked by that. That is very interesting. And then one other fun fact about the young dad is that he is Elliot in E.T., Oh. It's like the main kid. That's cute. So I thought that was pretty precious. Yeah, that is precious. But I don't know. Yeah, they weren't... I didn't dislike them. I didn't love them. They didn't stand out like the girls all did mm-hmm. to me. But also I think um, I read a lot of reviews who really liked the actor playing the older dad. Mm-hmm. And so I think maybe if you go in knowing his stuff, maybe it was like really different from other stuff he's done. And so maybe okay. that was like more impressive. Yeah. Oh, one other note that I said was that some of the, um, like, the grief and family trauma mm-hmm. scenes were so heavy that the ghost stuff was, like, actually, I looked forward to it because it was, like, more fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not to say that it was, like, completely miserable watching this show or yeah. anything, but I would just be like, whoa, that was way more um, scarring than the any of the ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like also... The ghosts in the show legitimately looked creepy. Like, sometimes, you know, when you see ghosts and monsters, it kind of ruins the mm-hmm. scariness of the movie because they look so dumb. Yeah. This, I thought they they held up. They looked really creepy. Yeah, they Even up until the last good. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan told me, like, halfway through when we were watching it that there are ghosts in, like, the background of a lot of the scenes. Mm-hmm. And so I was... Almost distracted after that, trying to find all of that. Dang it, I shouldn't have said anything. I didn't I basically find one. only saw one. You did? And it was like, I'm surprised, because it was like so obvious that I was like, is this how obvious all of them are? And then I never saw another one. I'll have to send you the list I saw, because they were way subtle. And mm-hmm. like even, I had to turn the brightness on my phone all the way up to even sometimes see, because it would just be like a lot of faces in the stairs, mm-hmm. and sometimes in doorways. But then... I wonder if we'll have to confirm if it's the same one that you're talking about that you saw. Because I accidentally scrolled too far on that list into an episode I hadn't watched yet. And so I that one ghost was kind of spoiled mm-hmm. that was in the background. But then when I saw it, I was like, okay, 
I hope I would have seen that because yeah. it's like right there. Is it in the not... kitchen? No, it was in the entrance by the grand staircase. Oh, yeah, it's a different one then. I'm excited to see which one you're talking about. Yeah. I'll have to tweet that list out and I'll yeah. actually tweet it out now. Like I say every time, I'm like, I'm going to tweet that out <laughs> and then I never do. But we did Instagram the bedrooms last week. Yeah, we Taylor did. did that, so. Yeah, we did that. We did do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you watch it, watch out for the ghosts in the background. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have known that the first season because I love an Easter egg. Yeah, it's fun. It's like a little spooky Where's Waldo. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, the things I didn't like about it, other than that it was long, was just... Um, I don't like, like, moving monologues, like, oh, and especially, like, the whole ending was just, like, one big moving monologue where I was like, this isn't really, like, saying anything. (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of zoned out in the last episode, to be honest. Like, in the very, like, in the epilogue kind Mm -hmm. of part, especially, I was kind of like, okay, we get it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Did you, like, um, in the funeral home? That, like, those long shots they did? Yeah, those were good. Okay. Yeah, I like those. We were talking about those at work today, actually. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends said that she was like, those made me dizzy. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I can see that. I was, like, t- super enthralled by those. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a sucker for, like, a long, continuous shot. And this was unique because usually I see that as, like, an action mm-hmm. scene. And so just having people, like, a dramatic conversation. Mm-hmm. But it felt so real that, like, none of them could stop acting that whole time. Like, mm-hmm. even if they were in the background, like, having a conversation that wasn't at the forefront. Mm-hmm. So I really liked Yeah, that I really like um, shots like that. One thing that was kind of weird about it was that the coloring felt like I was looking at it through, like, a VSCO filter mm-hmm. the whole time. So everyone looked great. Yeah. But it was, like, I feel like they could have toned that down a little bit. Like, it the was blue a little tones. dramatic. Yeah. Well, especially, like, they could have taken... They could have um, specified that, like, dark blue tone to, like, the... Just that when they were at the house. Mm-hmm. And then when they were in real life, kind of lighten it up a bit. But they kept the same tone the whole time, which I thought was interesting. Because that was one of my beefs with Castle Rock was the weird dark coloring of mm-hmm. um of that show but for the most part they only did that while they were in the jail which made more sense to me yeah it was like a a total artistic choice yeah so anyway um i would definitely say it's worth watching if you are interested in like the scary movie scene mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was fun watching it as a like a whole show yeah um but yeah just be prepared for a pretty long show. It's like, I mean, because we kind of by nature had to binge it. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting um, if you watch it slower. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had to watch it in two days. So I think it was also <laughs> just a lot. Yeah. So maybe my opinions are like not even valid. <laughs> no, I don't think so at all. Okay, good. I think I think your critique of it is perfectly valid and makes sense. Okay, great. But I, that's kind of how I watched Castle Rock, too. So I wonder if I would have... Um, but it's, I say that, and it's not like I didn't enjoy Castle Rock, because I yeah. did. But I wonder if the things that I didn't like about it I wouldn't have bothered me if I had watched it slower. Yeah, that makes sense. But I'm a procrastinator, so that's how I it, roll. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because it just depends on the show. 
because mm-hmm. I felt like with Riverdale, this is a total <laughs> tangent, but I liked, and I think maybe the first season was just better than the second, but I liked the first season a lot better because I binged it really fast and I felt like binging it kind of hid some of the um, imperfections in it where mm-hmm. when I'm watching it week by week um, for season two, it was very apparent, the storylines and the things I didn't like about it. So it's just interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about Pretty Little Liars, too. Yeah. So much fun when you binge it. When you're watching it live, it's a chore because you know they're not going to answer certain questions questions. for like six weeks. Exactly. So it's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. So definitely watch it. Yeah. And I feel like the trailers make it seem way more terrifying than it actually Actually was, in my opinion. Yeah. But I want everyone to watch it. It's a pretty slow burn. Yeah, definitely. Well... It made me think, too, like, when you're watching a scary movie, you have, like, two hours to cram in every spooky thing. Mm -hmm. With this 10-episode show, definitely it's dark throughout because you're dealing with trauma and, like, Mm -hmm. this mental illness is a huge part of the show. But the actual scary ghost parts, there's, like, kind of one or two big moments probably per episode. Mm -hmm. But... But, like, you know they're coming mm -hmm. and um, you... You start to expect what you're going to see. Yeah, and so that's what made me think that it almost, like, trains you to not be super, super startled. Except Mm -hmm. for that one scary part. (laughs) But it was fun scary, I thought. But yeah, so give it a try. It's perfect for Halloween times. Yeah, it's very perfect. Yeah. And you still have a week till Halloween. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can start watching it before... A certain other Netflix show premieres this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's going to be spooky. Sabrina. <laughs> I was like, are you going to leave them hanging? <laughs> Figure it out on yeah. your own. <laughs> you can Google it. You all have phones. <laughs> um. Well, should we do the Pick Our Boyfriends of the Week? Yeah, I'm very interested to see- hear who yours is. Well, mine is, I already mentioned him. I picked McKeel Huseman. Okay, that's who I thought you would pick. Yeah, I feel, even though, I mean, I still, I didn't dislike him in this show at all. I still thought he was super cute and, but he wasn't, like in Orphan Black, he's like just good mm-hmm. and like you can trust him and he's fun and they just like, he plays with this kid and is super cute and just like reliable and in this one he's like just kind of not a total dirtbag. Like, he's more complex character than that, but mm-hmm. he's, like, not reliable and he's not super supportive um, of the family at all mm-hmm. times. He's but, pretty blah. Too. Yeah. So, for me, it was more, like, being able to celebrate him being in a show because I loved him on Orphan Black. Yeah. Than, like, him in this specific show. So, it's not, like, a super... It's kind of cheating a little bit. But, no, it's not. But I, I probably... Um, I went in with, like, a ton of backstory of mm-hmm. the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> Our love story started long ago. And continues to this day. Exactly. Oh, other things he's in, he's the... I didn't actually see The Age of Adeline, but he's, like, the present-day hottie that she falls in love with, oh. judging from the trailer. And he's also in Game of Thrones, but I've never... I haven't watched Game of Thrones yet. Yeah. But I think you get to see his butt in that, so... Hmm. So you should watch it. Maybe I will. Um, well, my boyfriend of the week is kind of similar to yours. Um, it's not, he was barely even in the show. Um, but it's James Lafferty. 
Yeah. Yeah. He just popped out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, when he first, he shows up for like a split second and I was like, was that James Lafferty? And then he looks good. Too. He looked really good. He yeah, was like hotter than like on... a real nice suit. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he looked really good. And I loved him in One Tree Hill. So I was did excited. you love him more than Chad Michael Murray? Um, yeah, I think I did. He was like your boyfriend of One Tree Hill. I liked them both, but um, I think that I I just like darker haired boys more. Mm. Yeah, Blondies just a fact of loving life. Dark haired boys. <laughs> As they say. (laughs) It's a common phrase. Blondie's loving the dark-haired boys. (laughs) Maybe that should be our new podcast name. (laughs) Hey, yeah. (laughs) No blonde men allowed. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I was just excited to see him in something. Yeah. And thought he did a really good job. Yeah, I thought he was good. Mm -hmm. And um, he really did look great. Mm -hmm. Well, and it was funny because from... The posters I saw on Netflix of this show, I actually thought the woman he's married to in One Tree Hill was going to be in it. Oh, really? But she's not. I was. She just looks looked kind of similar to what's her name again? The lead girl. Which Reese? One of the sisters? What's her name? Yeah, Theo. <laughs> no. Oh, Elizabeth Reese. Yes. I was like Reese. What are you oh, talking? I was, was like Reese Witherspoon was not in this show. That was really hard. Well, that's all for this spooky week. Yeah. Excited for our next spooky episode. Yeah, we got one more. Mm-hmm. And if you can't tell, we just love Halloween. We so love we Halloween. Hope you do too. Mm-hmm. So. I was gonna say boo bye, but <laughs> <laughs> all I heard was boob. <laughs> See you next time, Halloweeners. <laughs>